Hello and welcome to Humans Exhaust Me, a show caused by 2020 and everything that is contained within this wonderful year. Oh, that's one to remember. I'm Biz Paul here in the UK and I'm joined in her RV by Felicia Jones. Hey. Uh, We need to talk about where you are in the RV in a moment. But before that, let me just remind everybody that we are tackling some of the biggest issues around humans today and we are going to understand why we just want to sigh in our role and give side eye at everything. So tell us, Felicia, where are you in the RV? I am somewhere in Colorado. It's actually called Del Norte, Colorado. So southern part um, in an RV park um, on the river. And in an, when you say an, an, RV, an RV park, does that just mean that there are other people in an RV doing what you're doing, but all together? Yes. Yes, it's a whole bunch of other RVs all lined up. Um, Quite a few are here, but this RV park is about to close down for winter next week. Oh, that's early. Yeah, so we had to get it in. Well, it's starting to get cold here, and this is one of the coldest spots in Colorado. So by next week, it'll be in the 30s. Are you able to touch the moon? Because it's quite high up there, isn't it? No, I cannot touch the moon. I can only touch the sun. Okay. Well, I know which one I would prefer. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm glad you're having a nice time near the sun. We're having oh, a nice time. And maybe I should explain to people the Colorado or Denver, in most of our towns, we are a mile above sea level. So we are pretty high up in the United States, in the Rocky Mountains. Oh, in the Rockies. That's right. That's right. Yep, Is there the snow? Yep. There, um, there actually is some snow on the higher mountains. You can see it right now, but right everywhere else is still like eighty degrees. Um, what's that in normal? It's eighty degrees normal for me. <laughs> Fair <laughs> enough. You didn't um, fall for it. Damn. I, <laughs> we will have to. Uh, we'll have I to talk. That's at one around. Point. Tw- I think that's all around. It's like twenty. Okay. That's I just nice. know that like. Somewhere around there. I think that's 20. Okay. Then again, I have the Google later in front of me. Yeah. Well, you know, 20, 20 is nice. <laughs> it's about it's about here. But here, I would say it's definitely a warm jacket weather. Like, well, maybe like a light jacket weather. It's not quite full-on fur coat kind of weather here. But it's, mm-hmm. it's got a little bit of a chill okay. in the air. My autumn duvet is now on. Your autumn duvet. My okay. autumn duvet. At nighttime, it got really cold. But right now, you can probably walk around with a long sleeve shirt on and still enjoy the sun. So 80 degrees is 26 Celsius. Oh. Scorchio. That's Scorchio. Scorchio for the UK. (laughs) Goodness. Honestly, you'd have people (laughs) complaining here at 26. Oh, it's beautiful here. It's beautiful. Right on the river. You should come. You have to do a road trip Uh, through the United States. Yeah quite hilarious i think i think in these <laughs> times i mean i might wait until you know let's see what happens in six weeks um first but um yeah i think i think once this whole virus thing is is over i think that's definitely on um now uh let's let's start with what we always seem to start with and just have a look and see what's trending um over what's here trending yeah over here it's locked down too because we're i don't know sort of free-falling really into a chasm of despair 
because the rule of six didn't work, so you're back to your pods of two. Well. But I'm sure you have a saying safety thing of three, right? That, that, yeah, there'll be <laughs> there'll be something. I did see something earlier today which someone had had posted on Twitter that was quite quite funny. It was kind of like an it's kind of like an anti-government thing, but um. I can't remember what it was now, and it's gone, of course, on Twitter now. I can't find the thing, can I? <laughs> um, but but I, do you know what? I don't think we can say the rule of six hasn't worked. We've only had it for seven days. I think maybe the rule of six came in a bit late. Um, and so, okay. yeah, late. it's probably a little bit too late. We had a, we had a big televisual event at 11 o'clock this morning where the scientists, the chief scientists, came on and told us off. Uh, and said you naughty people oh, you haven't okay. been keeping distance and distance is the biggest thing that you can that you can do they did say you know hands face space they did say that that was important mm-hmm. um but they said look look there's going to be 50,000 people infected a day in three weeks if you're not careful and you keep doing what you're doing now stop being such a silly little boy and start distancing that was basically what they were saying Oh wow! Well, at least you're listening to some scientists. I think we've given up to with given up on scientists here in the United States. But, um, our president said he doesn't think that they could be right sometimes. <laughs> well, he has got an incredible mind. He is. He is. From what I can tell, he's the best thing that's ever happened to everybody. I uh, do you know what? After reading his many, many um, science peer-reviewed research papers. Um, you know, I've really been quite impressed with his knowledge. I mean, yeah, I've been mm-hmm. impressed too, because you know, um, and all the other people that you know that go on YouTube for two hours that know more than people that have studied for ten, twelve years. But you know, I'm oh, thoroughly impressed, thoroughly impressed those. by all these people. Yes, we have those as well. Oh, we we have one. We have we had we've had a couple actually. Um, we've had a lady who's on the equivalent of the View. It's called Loose Women over here. And um, I'm not going to name her because, you know, A, it gives her attention. And also that, you know, I don't want to be sued for libel um, or slander or whatever the the audio version is. We have TV personalities who are also, um, you know, more knowledgeable about science than 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 scientists. But I think I think that's that's just society, isn't it? You know, but anyway, we, it looks like we're going into some kind of further restrictions, which means that I think we can not mix with other other households unless you're at work or at school or uh, they've said your grandparents can visit because they're not at risk at all uh, if you need. OK, so OK, wait a minute. So you can go to work and school, but you can't mix with other households. Correct. Well, to be fair, okay. this is the announcement we're thinking tomorrow um by the time this comes out people might we might know a bit more but but yeah but they have said today that in households that aren't allowed to mix your grandparents can be used for childcare. so pick the most vulnerable members of your family and bring them around <laughs> to your house to talk to those members of your family who have um been probably doing the most licking of things and the most picking up of germs and not washing their hands if my daughter's anything to go by um and just you know hug them is it safe to say that the handling of coronavirus has been just 
step after step of miscommunication. I don't know what it is anymore. I don't. I don't know what it is. I. Th I think you know. To to be fair, because I think we've got to acknowledge that this is new. This is different. People don't really know how to handle it. I guess, and I know you and I have talked about other com uh, other countries in the world that perhaps mm -hmm. have fared better. Um, but fared way better than the Western yeah, countries. <laughs> but I think you know one of the questions we were talking about before was about population size, and the UK's got nearly seventy million people in it. It's quite a lot, really, for the size mm -hmm. of the island that we're on. Um, you know, we kind of, we have little houses because we can't have big houses because there's not enough space. Oh, okay, so that determines how you handle coronavirus. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm suggesting it as something for them to consider. Oh, you know, eventually we will we will overcome this somehow, some way. And I've told my husband, I think we're at this point where you're going to have to make a lot of decisions and decide how you want to you know, move forward because I actually did my first live speaking engagement on Friday Ooh. and it was, it was, it was interesting. <laughs> Go on, tell me more. You know, I, I will say this when I got there, I, the whole mood of the event was not typical, um, you know, cause you're a speaker. It, it just wasn't typical. The hotel didn't have a lot of people in it. So the moment you walked in the hotel, the energy was very low because, you know, you're used to having other events going on and people mm. walking around. And from what I understood, that particular event was 90% of the hotel's business at the moment. So wow. they had already started um, laying off people. So we had the account manager was serving water. The GM was the bartender because they had laid off so many people. But then when you get into the event, you could tell people were excited to be outside of their homes, but also haven't been around other humans in a while. So some people wore masks, some people did, you know, didn't wear masks, some people cared, some people didn't. And I and I was telling my husband, I think we're at this point where you're gonna have to decide how you're gonna exist in this world because you can't really police everybody. Not everybody's gonna listen. And Whew, and you got to be okay with it. Yeah. I, I think that's what I came came away with. So it was a very interesting experience. Um, a little, I, I wasn't very stressed out, but it, you are very aware of people who are trying to talk to you without mask on or, or anything. So do, has it made you feel better about non-mask wearing like are you a bit more at peace with the idea that there are people that just aren't going to wear a mask and you've kind of just got to deal with it you know i've never had an issue with people who didn't wear a mask I, I i wish people would you know so that we can get out of this but i i think i was just more at peace with the fact that i'm gonna have to decide how i want to exist in this world like do i want to do more live speaking events and i actually walked away from it saying I'm probably not going to do a live event for a while. I will stick to virtual and going into public places like that probably won't be a common thing for me for a little while. So I think it was just me just kind of just deciding 
how I'm going to exist. And, and I know a lot of people try to do rules and tell other people what to do. I just don't think we can do that right now. I think you're kind of like Hunger Games. You're on your own in survival mode. I think you could be right. I think you could be right. Uh, because it, I suppose in the end, you can only control what you can control. And that's you. Exactly. And I think that's that's how I walked out of that event saying, you know what, I can only control what I can control. Because even when we get the vaccine and the world opens up, even in 2021, there are a lot of live events. You're going to have to figure it out how you're going to walk into a room with people who want to hug you, who spit too much when they talk and the people who just don't care. <laughs> I've got to, I've got to tell you, there is a video doing the rounds or over here of this uh, slightly older gentleman, let's say he's in his 70s, in a pub, mm -hmm. and he's talking to his companion. You don't see the companion, but it's filmed from another table, and he's sat in front of a window, and the light's coming through the window, and you can't hear him speak, but what you can see is yeah. the the amount of liquid that is coming yeah. from his hands and nose as he's talking yeah. to his companion and it's doing the rounds here because it is you know it could be the video that gets uh younger people who aren't that kind of seemingly bothered i'm not saying they aren't but you know just in terms of what the reputation is mm -hmm. um going ew that's absolutely gross this is you know i don't want any of that but it, i mean it really is gross yeah it sounds gross i don't know i think people are gonna have to experience this in person but then again some people just don't care so you're gonna have to deal with it i guess yeah. and we don't want you to be too rational about this because that would possibly end this show after <laughs> just four episodes <laughs> oh no we can find a lot of things to still sigh at people about like I, I can still be in this mindset, and I saw that someone did a, a hip-hop concert here. I can still sigh at all the people that go to these concerts and will stand body to body and sweat to sweat with people. I, I still don't understand, and I'll just make the decision not to go to a concert anytime soon. Yeah, me neither. Me neither. Yeah. Um, <sighs> what, what... <laughs> Sorry, just, just the idea of being at a concert right now. Um, and a sweaty one at that is just making me feel really quite ill. I know. We need to go shower. Yeah. I mean, like <laughs> when I was younger, when I was going to like lots of concerts, it really didn't bother me at all. And then I think back to it because I'm not, I'm not tall. So I'm kind of armpit height anyway. And if I was in like a, a big concert gig and with lots of people around, I would be sweated on left, right and center. Well, I'm not very tall either. So I know what you mean. And I've always had problems with it. Like going to Vegas, the first thing I would do is just run to a shower when <laughs> I left that place. Cause I, and even when I fly, I say I have to wash the airplane off of me. It's like so gross. Oh, that's like going to London though. I have to wash London off of me when I get back. Oh really? I love London. Well, I love London, but you know, it's, it's a bit, it's a bit dirty. It's so funny. I guess I don't see it as dirty. <laughs> Yeah, but I'm a tourist. I, I don't live there, so I only pop in once every few years to visit. Well, should I tell you where else I thought was dirty? L.A. Where? Yeah, L.A. is nasty. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Wasn't impressed with L.A. at all. Yeah, I quite that's like... why I lived in San Diego. <laughs> yeah, now San Diego, I love. I love San Diego. L.A. Mm -mm, not for me. Yeah, L.A. 
place kind of dirty but it can be pretty though i mean the yeah. sun the sunshine can can get to you yeah well I, I stayed in santa monica for a night and that was nice i do like santa monica santa monica is yeah. pretty cool yeah, so um mm. so everyone you have entered into our travel segment of the show <laughs> Uh, we you think for... anybody has survived to the fourth show now? I don't know. I don't know. I've heard that like people listen to the latest one and then um, go backwards, which I never really understand because surely they can only be worse if you go in that direction. <laughs> I know. <laughs> this might, I don't know. We'll see if we get somebody who will tweet us. And um, we still have our campaign. We have to apologize. We started our free Charlie or feed Charlie campaign, and we did not mention him last time. So, no. everyone, we're still trying to free Charlie. Not sure what we're freeing him from. No, I don't know what we're freeing him from. But please don't free him from my employment because he's actually no, quite no, good no. at his job. You know, um, you can cash app us to help <laughs> free him. <laughs> but we have we'll have to think of well, his stat. What is this fans call it? Decide Charlie's Angels and all that. Yeah, I'm sure we can find <laughs> yes. something for. For him we could get him a t-shirt or something that that i don't know some some merch some humans we, exhaust some me merch. merch that um yes i think we should start right okay i'm gonna produce a trello board or something with ideas uh with on how merch. to free charlie no oh, uh, oh, on so, merch. Oh, oh we're not freeing charlie anymore sorry no of okay. course we're not freeing charlie okay anyway is it is it didn't we not decide he's a gen z gen z type person yes yesterday. we yeah, we were trying to figure out between the boomers and the Zed because everybody's blaming everything on millennials and millennials are like in their 30s and almost 40 now. Yeah. So what they're really doing is blaming everything on this Gen Z group. And yeah, but that what, means why? Charlie. But why are they doing that? Because I read somewhere that Gen Z really hate millennials because they hate how obsessed they are with Harry Potter. I, I read that. Oh, I thought that was Gen X. I thought they were mad at Gen X people for no. defining themselves by Hang Harry on. Potter. Aren't we Gen X? No, what are we? I'm I'm a zennial. Oh, I okay. am. I I am on the last leg of X, and I I, I blend in between the two because I'm well, just not that old yet. I guess I don't know. I think I'm firm, firmly in Gen X, but I'm quite immature, so. <laughs> <laughs> I could think I can act like a millennial. I, I don't know where I am. I, 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 people don't think I'm very old, which is always quite interesting until they see my ID. So I still get carded quite often, mm. which is, I, I, is, is, is not annoying because um, I look older, or at least I think I look older. It's annoying because I don't know if people are joking with me when they right. ask okay. to see my ID. Because mm -hmm. I'm like, are you serious? They're like, yeah. I'm like, for real though, they're like, yeah, like, wow, okay. <laughs> um, now, what are the other groups that people hate on? I mean, let's let's talk about boomers. Uh, okay, boomer. Yes, like what's... people are not hmm. liking boomers these days, or at least millennials are not liking boomers. What's their beef? W the millennials beef or the boomers beef? What the, what's <laughs> the no? What's the millennials beef with the boomers? Um, from what I can tell, the the millennials' beef with the boomers are that they were selfish. They gave us the world that we have now. They didn't protect the planet. And they, uh, they ruined being able to buy homes, you know, being able to get jobs, all of that kind of stuff. And what, which is so interesting, I was watching the Red Table Talk, and that is Jada Pinkett Smith's um, Facebook show. 
and she had an expert on to come talk about narcissism. And they were, you know, giving the traits of narcissism and things like that. And she said, which, what was so interesting to her, she said, one of the biggest generations that is the most narcissistic are baby boomers, because it's all about them and the way we did it. And you need to do it the way we do, because we were right. And I always thought that was fascinating um, when she was talking about that, uh, about baby boomers. So, okay. So what, I can't understand why they think that though. So why do they think they are selfish because when you're when you're growing up and living your life you just do what whatever the situation is right so i don't think that people who are boomers were thinking i know let's throw out some toxic emissions and create holes in the ozone layer and and are you sure yeah well they (laughs) they didn't know did they they didn't know about these things well that's why you should listen to the scientists duh but I'm not sure if the science—I don't know if the scientists knew or not at that point. But I can't imagine that, like boomers, when they were in their twenties or whatever, or in their thirties, developing their careers or, or whatever, were thinking, "Ha, sod the uh, future generations, my children and my grandchildren. <laughs> I'll just do whatever the hell I want." I mean, it's not well, their fault that they bought a house that was really cheap at the time. Yeah, I don't think it's their fault, but I think from the millennials, as someone who's just on the outside looking in, I want to blame them for not having the foresight to think about the future. Um, And also, I think it's a lot of it just not being able to give younger people a chance because we have more boomers who are staying in jobs longer and they are kind of like the get off my lawn type people. Like, this is how I did it when I was young. And if you want to move up the ranks, you should do this, you know, do what you're told, stay in your place, stay in your lane. Whereas I do think uh, millennials are maybe a little bit more creative and you don't have to go to school or get all into all of this debt to get these degrees and things like that. So uh, hubby and I were talking and we were just saying, you know, they had a very interesting generation of growing up. You know, they were able to buy houses fairly cheap. They got jobs without having to get degrees or to go into, you know, hundreds of thousand dollars of debt. Whereas millennials, it's a, it's a little different for them now. It is, but I'm not sure I'm buying this, you know, because I mean, the same, the same boomers, um, well, certainly over here had mm-hmm. food that was rationed when they were growing up. You know, you had to buy powdered eggs. You didn't have bananas or anything like that. You know, they certainly didn't have avocados that can be mashed on some sourdough toast so well (laughs) i I think i think i don't know i'm just not buying that i think the boomers have had their fair share of hardship and living conditions not being great and you know in this country they didn't get uh, inside toilets till about the 1970s or something ridiculous so i'm not sure about that i think um i think millennials and and below should perhaps think about um how they've got opportunity thanks to some of the progress that was made by these people i I agree and and what you were saying on the other side that's how you know some millennials are probably seeing them or or vice versa with the boomers who who kind of have value in the fact that we had food that was rationed and we were able to kind of learn from the struggle whereas millennials it's been kind of easy, you know, to some degree, you just 
you wake up, you turn on your phone and groceries magically appear. Mm. And that is a generation, the, the ones who are able to get decent jobs. And like I said, I'm probably somewhere in that Zennial X, you know, line, but I was able to come out of college and get a, a gosh, my first job was paying, was getting paid $50,000 a year. And within three years, I was making almost a hundred thousand. And my parents, I, I maxed out my parents' salary who've been working for years. So mm. um, I think it's just, it's a perspective thing. And, you know, when things are going bad, everybody wants to blame somebody. Boomers yeah. want to blame millennials on everything and millennials want to blame boomers and Gen X are just sitting here being all sad and holding the bag for everybody. Well, they are, but you see, Jen, <laughs> I was talking to somebody not so long ago who said that Gen Z like to be consulted. They like to, you know, they don't want someone to take the decisions for them. They like to be consulted. And they ah. like to know, they like to be involved in the conversation and the, the discussion. Well that, well, that makes sense. I mean, because they probably grew up with their parents actually talking to them. Yeah, well, exactly. Whereas our parents just probably smacked us and told us to do things, <laughs> and we did it. <laughs> do, do you know, I think this is just about what happens when you get older, though, because I don't know about you, and I'm not saying I'm turning into my father. I'm really not. I mean, you know, people, other people may disagree. But I've noticed that, <laughs> As my dad has got older, I've got to be careful here just in case because he does think I'm a celebrity now, obviously with a podcast, well, a few podcasts. Well, you are and, a celebrity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> but uh, I've noticed that the way that he articulates discussions, we've always been a family that has discussions and arguments about politics and things like that. Not in a, you know, we're all like friends and still love each other, but it's, it can get very heated at times. And I think there's some Italian blood in us somewhere. But the, uh, but I've noticed the way that he articulates an argument about certain political issues now is very similar to how I remember my grandfather doing it oh. against him. And I find myself being him. <laughs> so I'm pretty sure that, there's something just about getting older where you must you must just get i don't know fixated in things not being as good as when you had it anymore and society's all a bit shit now and um you know you long for for nostalgia i do i long for the 90s the 90s were very simple in fact we should have a whole episode about the 90s and how much simpler they were no 9/11 no iraq war no um big terrorism I and mean, we had it here but um you know, I mean, it just, it's just seemed nice. A bit of, bit of dance music, a bit of R&B, you know, going out to a club. Yeah. Excellent. Bring you back the 90s. People. You could lick people. You could. Literally lick people. You know, I'm not a nostalgia person. I, 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 I've always, I've gone back and forth and I've always wondered if you have children, because I don't have kids. I wonder if your children will kick you into being more like your parents. And, Ooh. and, I can kind of see, I, I definitely don't think like my parents, not in a negative, anything negative towards them, but I can definitely tell I'm not really turning into them. And I like all of the things that are happening right now. The only nostalgia I might have may be around some music, you know, you know, playing 90s jams like they, they just came out. But for the most part, I, I'm curious to see where we keep going. And I, I love seeing the younger people get all angry about stuff and how they're going to change the world and um, how we are positioning ourselves against them and having discussions with them. So 
I've never been one of those who always wanted to go back because I know I have friends who would love to go back to high school because that was like perfect for them and people who would love to go back to college. I was one of those like, no, I'm I'm good. I actually like being in my 40s. <laughs> I have more money and more freedom to do whatever the hell I want. Wow. Well, I have to say, I do like being in my 40s and I do like the freedom and the freedom to not really care either, I think is a big yeah. one. Um, but and, and I do also think that young people are there to, to break the rules. I mean, although mm -hmm. that we can all kind of talk about COVID and who's spreading it and who's not. The reality is, is that young people are supposed to, you know, not do as, as they're told. So another reason why we have to live with it, really, I suppose. Oh, you know, I do. I do think we kind of crap on young people a lot. Yeah, so you're right. They probably, you know, older people crapped on us quite a bit. So, you know, I, I appreciate some of the things they're doing. But, you know, I also think the way we are in our 40s is so much different than when our parents were in their 40s and completely different than when our grandparents oh, yeah. were in their 40s. So I think we still have some room to, to you know, not follow all the rules and do, do some stuff. But you should wear a mask, though. You should wear a mask. That's definitely that's one rule you should not <laughs> rule. That's one rule you should not break. You should wear a mask. <laughs> well, I thought you know, I thought we were trying not to be, um, you know, so obviously w leaning one way. But I think on the mask debate, I think whoa, hang on. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna lean toward the scientists, yeah. and I have we I think we collectively have some science degrees here, math science degrees, so. I'm going to go with them for until I think they're wrong. Well, yeah, and I and I I have a science degree in English. So, uh <laughs> What is your degree anything. in? In what English. Really? In English. A... Yeah. That's... Do you have a master's or just a bachelor's degree? Just a bachelor's, I'm afraid. Wow. Yeah. English. Yeah. But I mean, you know, I am English, so I find it quite easy. It's just a degree in saying hello. That's why. That's why I can come across to America and like talk to your friends. I know. See, I didn't. I did. I didn't. Is that a even? I didn't know that was offered at my school. Maybe it was. I went complete. I have computer science and systems engineering degrees. Oh. So no, no, English. Yeah, I well, was actually in it was English, English literature. One of my favorite. Um, oh, modules. even more fancy. Oh yes, wow. yes, yes. Well, that's why I can recite Chaucer from like thirteen whatever and middle oh, wow. english and things like that yeah look and a, at you i know i know don't ask me about shakespeare though i didn't like it wow look at you're just so fancy i read trashy romance novels so. <laughs> do you know just i can recite those the only reason that i have the accent that i have which is not the accent from where i come from is because it was sort of it was sort of trained out of me at university because everyone was quite posh wow i I, well, I don't have much of a southern accent, so I guess that was trained out of me. You too. don't, you don't. But there, <laughs> you know, there I we don't. go. Um, do you know? I think this has been the most random episode, um, and we've only had four. I know. What's the title? Of this one's going to be uh, the not... random episode. <laughs> yeah, bonus. Uh, I'm not. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Well, we'll <laughs> we'll figure something out. But um, you know, we, we had a good discussion about masks and boomers and. Millennials, millennials. And who who knows? Who knows? I think maybe what we should do though, maybe we should like ask for views to discuss. I don't know. I'm just throwing it out there. Maybe we don't oh, yes. want the opinions. Mean, 
you know, I, you know what? We want people to engage with us to give us some things that we can talk about. So I'm I'm completely open to whatever anybody senses. I mean, we do have the final say with what we talk about. That's true. That is true. Well, let's yeah. let's end on that one then. So, no, this is this is a good podcast call to action isn't it really hey if you've got a an idea of a topic that we could talk about then why not send that in to us somehow which we haven't decided how to do that yet y- yeah <laughs> twitter you know what twitter, go yeah. go um tag us in twitter That's and right. maybe one day we'll tell you exactly how to do that i'll put it in the show notes <laughs> that'll be the obvious thing to do i know the show notes <laughs> who reads the show notes i i don't know but they might do now because you've told them to do that anyway until next time <laughs> when we come up with something random by the way we can turn around these quite quickly so feel free to get in touch but until next time Felicia it's been lovely talking to you this has been amazing thank you for having me again part of the like mind media network